Welcome to episode 48 of the Calder Nose Wrestling Podcast. And in today's episode, Austin and Shredder and I give our preview and predictions for WWE, Extreme Rules, The Horror Show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. But before we get into What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And we drop a podcast every Wednesday, and you can catch us on Saturdays on Brain Buster Radio. And right now, you're listening to Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. Hi, Austin. How are you? Great. Great. How are you, Connor? I'm doing good. You know, uh, it's a fine Saturday afternoon. Uh, Get ready to watch some impacts later today. And, uh, but we're not here to talk impact. What are we here to talk about, Austin? We're going to be talking about Extreme Rules 2020, which is going to be the greatest pay per view ever created. Sarcasm? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. You know, th- th- this year they're branding it under the moniker Horror Show. And I, I believe there are going to be three cinematic matches uh, on this card. So we might be in for a night of cinematic matches. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you saw the news. I think it was either yesterday or Thursday where there's a new mandate going into effect. We don't know when it's going into effect, but pretty much WWE is making matches go longer just to fill in TV time. And that this could go into effect uh, Sunday. Uh, it could not. It could go into effect Monday. But with that being said, if the mandate does go in uh, Sunday at Extreme Rules Horror Show, uh, then we're in for four hour, four, you know, four hour, 30 minute show, which I hope I hope that's not the case. That mandate goes in effect uh, before Sunday. We're going to have a real horror show, but for all the yeah. bad reasons. <laughs> uh, I hope this this pay per view doesn't last till midnight. Or help us. Anyway, Austin, uh, let's get into the first. But before I before we preview and predict anything. What is your hype level going into the show? Um, actually, my hype level's pretty high, all things considered. Um, I don't know. The worst thing a WWE pay per view can be for me is boring, and uh, I doubt this one's going to be boring. So uh, I, I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I wouldn't say I'm. Uh, you know, if they decided to cancel the show, I wouldn't be heartbroken. I'll put it to you that way. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it, though. Yeah. How about you? You know, I'm. You know, I'm iffy. I I wasn't. I don't. I haven't watched an episode of Raw or SmackDown in months. So, do with that as 
as you will. So the first match we're going to predict here is uh, the New Day will be defending their SmackDown Tag Team titles against These two teams need time. They need time because they are both very, very talented work uh, teams. And I, I don't know if you watched it or not, but back at the Royal Rumble 2001, I believe, uh, they had a tag team tables match between the Hardly, the Hardy Boys, and the Dudley Boys. Uh, in order to win that match, uh, each member from a team had to go through the table, had to go through a table. And I think I want something like that to happen here. You know, I don't want the traditional tables match where, oh, member goes through a table, match is over. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Austin, who's your prediction? Uh... First off, I'm not really looking forward to this match, I gotta tell you. It feels thrown on just for the sake of having the tag team championships on the show. Uh, you know, it's the age of all characters are in wrestling are just like, you know, my work rate is better than your work rate. Let's fight to see who uh, is the harder worker. And that's fine, but I feel like that's all that's really going into uh, this match. You know, like, New Day are like, oh, we're the best tag team. And then Cesaro and Chinsky are like, no, we're the best tag tag team. But we're going to be mean about it because we're the heel team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you know how that goes. And Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think New Day are going to retain. It's going to be a good match. All four of the men are really talented. But um, if I... If I don't manage to watch it live, I'm probably going to skip past this one, if I'm being honest with you. All right. My guess is probably going to be on the pre-show, too. I hope it's not on the pre-show, but that would just be my guess. Next up, this one's kind of obvious. For the United States Championship, Apollo Crews is defending against MVP. Yeah. I don't have much to say about this much other than MVP is a good mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley. Right. Just going to say it now. And Apollo Crews retains. Oh, really? Yep. I I do. Here's, here's what I say. MVP, you know, he had his time. You know what I'm saying? He's a multiple time uh, tag team champion and United States champion. I believe he won the Intercontinental title once. But he had his time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I testing out Apollo Crews a little bit here where they're giving him the United States championship and see if this guy could be a main event player. Because don't get me wrong, Apollo Crews is a fantastic wrestler. He just hasn't got, you know, the rocket has not been strapped to him yet. So, but Apollo Crews is my pick. 
Paulo Cruz hasn't been on the show for the last few weeks. Okay. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. I think that's a pretty telltale sign that Apollo Crews is not favorable by the company and they've already forgot about him despite him having the title. Also, uh, MVP has already brought out the new United States title design. The title's basically his, but he's just not the official United States champion. Uh, I think that's pretty weird. It could go either two ways. Uh, Apollo Crews can retain here and then lose it to Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam, which is the next pay-per-view. Or MVP can win it, and they could have a weird MVP as the mouthpiece, but he's the champion. And then maybe you could have Bobby Lashley feud with him over it, but then it would ruin his mouthpiece mm-hmm. uh, thing. Bobby Lashley... Uh, to me, he has proven he's not the best with that. Uh, promos, that is. So, uh, I don't know. I think they're going to put it on MVP, though. I think watching Raw, him being absent, is a telltale sign that they're just done with him already. I'm going they MVP. could go the opposite. It could go the opposite direction, but that's a, that's a very bold uh, prediction there. For me, awesome. in my notes, I have... MVP wins the United States Championship for reasons. Those are my exact <laughs> notes. Did you put reasons in quotation marks? No, it was like dot, 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 reasons. <laughs> oh, Alright, next up. Oh, by the way, we're saving all the cinematic matches for last. Next up, uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey is defending against Nikki Cross. If, 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 if. You know what? What am I even saying? Bailey retains. Yeah. I, I have a prediction. And this is going to tie in with my prediction for the Raw Women's Championship match. All right. So... Uh, for this one, Bailey's gonna win, but I'll just leave it at that for now. Bailey's my prediction for this match. All right. Yeah, I'll All elaborate right. later. All right. Speaking of the Royal Women's Champ, we're getting Oscar, who is defending against Sasha Banks. Now, before you, get, I I want to say this. Let's say. Bailey retains, and I highly doubt this is going to happen. But Sasha Banks beats Oscar. That means Bailey is SmackDown Women's Champion. Sasha Banks is Raw Women's Champion, and together they're Women's Tag Team Champions. That means they hold all of the major women's titles in the company. It minus minus. The NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I don't agree, though. Mine might be a little out there. So, I'm. Mean, is that your prediction? No. I, I was just theoretically uh, speaking of a possible outcome. But we have been waiting, waiting, waiting waiting 
waiting, waiting for that Sasha Banks heel turn. But I don't think it's going to happen right now because they're both heels technically. You know, Bailey with that Karen haircut. Anyway, my prediction's Oscar. I, I don't even know where I was going there. Go ahead. Right. So here's my prediction. Earlier in the night, Bailey's going to retain against Nikki Cross. Um, uh, well, I mean, that's, that's basically all I'm going to elaborate on that. This is pretty simple. Bailey retains. But later on is the Raw Women's Championship match. Both women come back out for this match. And Sasha loses. Um, it's a heartfelt battle. Kyrie and uh, Bailey have a little scuffle outside the ring. Whatever. You know, there's some shenanigans. Eventually, Asuka retains. And Asuka's going to retain because Asuka deserves a long title reign. She deserves a title reign until fans can come back and cheer her on for being the women's champion. I think Asuka definitely deserves that. For one. And for two, after Sasha loses, I think Bailey's going to turn on her. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, because think about it, this next pay-per-view after uh, Extreme Rules is SummerSlam. Where did Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks have their historic uh, match at in NXT? TakeOver Brooklyn. TakeOver Brooklyn, which is the SummerSlam TakeOver. I think uh, they're going to go with the whole thing. Like um, Bailey is like, oh, you're holding me down. Blah, 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 that we've seen a million times. Because think about it. Sasha Banks has not won a single one of her uh, title matches without Bailey. She lost against Io Shirai, and she's going to lose here, too. I think they're going to do a flip. So in their NXT match, uh, Bailey was the underdog babyface. Sasha Banks was the heel. I think they're going to do a flip. And... Either they're going to have the SmackDown Women's Championship match at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn or at SummerSlam with babyface Sasha and uh, heel Bailey. But remember, there's no SummerSlam this year. Well, there is, but... No fans? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to happen anyway, uh, yeah, I'd be a lot more affected with the crowd, I think. But um, regardless, I think that's the direction they're going. So to just put it out there, put my long-winded right. dis- uh, uh, prediction out there. Yeah, that's it. Oscar's winning. All right. Next up, go ahead. No, I'm just saying Oscar's winning. That's my prediction. All right. That's where I think it's going. All right. Next Next up, we have the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre will be defending against Dolph Ziggler with the stipulation to be announced the day of the show. Lord, help us on this one. Uh, All right. So uh, what do you think the stipulation is going to be? And who do you have the winner? Well, there's that rumor leak where it's going to be a TLC match 
And yeah, I think it's going to be a TLC match. I think it's perfect for Dolph. He doesn't need to pin Drew McIntyre. He just needs to climb up a ladder. And uh, Dolph, I don't know if it's actually true or not, but at least in kayfabe, Dolph is a lot more nimble than Drew. He's a lot smaller. He can run up a ladder faster than Drew can. It puts Drew at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Even though I kind of want to see a Lego match. (laughs) Just because of... But... uh, yeah, I think it's a TLC match. I think the leaks are real. and uh, But, yeah, I think Drew's going to win anyway. Because let's be honest, WWE isn't going to put the world title on Dolph. I'd like to see it. Not in this context, but I'd like to see it in 2020. But uh, not here. Not here. Drew's winning. Drew's also going to have a long title reign, at least until fans can come and cheer him on. He's the biggest baby face in the company right now, or at least is being positioned as the biggest baby face. So, yeah, Drew. Drew's my pick and a TLC match for the step. Can I just go ahead and get something completely stupid out of the way sure real thing. quick? What if, what if the, the rumor or the leak of the TLC match was, was all a ruse and it, it and come to find out Sunday – that, you know, the stipulation is Drew can't use a Claymore kick. J- just just think about that for a minute. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm I know, but... Just... <laughs> there's nothing more WWE than that match stipulation. You're not... To kick me in the face. <laughs> That's, I mean, is it bad that I can actually see that as a possibility? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> because I've done stuff like that. I don't know. I, I want to see a TLC match. The, the weird thing about TLC matches now, though, is that there's a TLC is like a once yearly event now because of the pay per view, and so having TLC anywhere else mm-hmm. is just kind of. Just feels weird. They need to get rid of that pay per view. That's a whole other rant, really. How about get rid of gimmick pay per views entirely? Yeah, I think Money in the Bank should happen at uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And, uh, you know what? I I do want to keep Elimination Chamber and Royal Rumble, but that's that's the, that's the two exceptions. No others. Goodbye, Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank, TLC. Uh, I can't think of any others off the top of my head. I would say Fatal 4-Way, but when's the last time that pay-per-view has happened? Oh, God, don't give them any ideas. Please don't. (laughs) Please. All right. uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Both the uh, stipulation and uh, Drew McIntyre winning. As well. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, now we're getting into the cinematic matches. Now, this isn't on the card that I'm looking at, but it's Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus in a bar fight. Right. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, sure. Who, in the name of God, thought this storyline was a good idea? Somebody had to green light it. 
Uh, like, I'm serious. You want to hate me if I say I'm kind of enjoying it? The whole hit and run angle and Jeff Oh, no, the hit and run stuff was I just dumb. That was dumb. Well, it, it, yeah, that was dumb. But then uh, it got even dumber when Jeff Hardy threw a bottle of his own pee on Sheamus. I did laugh out loud, though. Because <laughs> it was just so dumb. And then, that line that he said, that line that he said uh, before he threw it on him. But yeah, uh, who do you have winning uh, the bar fight? I think it's going to be Sheamus. I want it to be Sheamus. Uh, they're running with the whole uh, "you're a drug addict, uh, Jeff" storyline, and uh, well, it kind of feels like public humiliation. Like Vince is like, "All right, you." You uh, had your DUI. You gave us bad publicity. Now we're going to have you be shamed and then lose to Sheamus on a pay-per-view twice in a row. What? I think it's not going to be that hollow, though. I think they're building towards a SummerSlam match between the two where Jeff Hardy wins. Um, If that was the case, I guess I couldn't be mad because it technically is long-term sell- uh, storytelling. But, uh... I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying it. It's got a bit of drama to it that no other rivalry is uh, going with. Uh, not a large majority of them, anyways. I think Sheamus is going to win in the big blow-off match of SummerSlam where Jeff will win. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. Sheamus. I, with this being a bar fight, you do remember the spot in the stadium stampede match where Hangman Page uh, took one of the Inner Circle members and slid them across the bar. Yeah. I just hope they do something like that in this match because, oh, man, that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, it's probably going to be a dumb one, but it might be enjoyable. You know, both men are talented. It's a new idea. It's a new concept. Uh, not exactly a good idea or a concept, but it's new. They're going to play around with it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. They have the uh, the luxury of it being uh, filmed and edited. All right. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We had some uh, technical difficulties. Uh, everything good on your end, Austin? Seems like it. All right, so we're just going to go ahead and finish up that card again. Sorry for the interruption. Anyway, I, I, I don't know if I got to finish off what I was saying, but I'm picking Jeff Hardy to win the bar fight. All right. Next up, we got Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight. Keep in mind, this is a non-title match. And we will see the old cult leader, Bray Wyatt, in this match. What do you think about the old cult leader, uh, Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, Austin? Uh, like, overall? Like, during that era? Or just, like, for this match? Just just overall. Um, I like Fiend Bray Wyatt far better, but Wyatt family Wyatt is, uh... He's okay, uh... 
it's a shame he doesn't have a stronger character due to him being buried, but what you're going to do. And if he didn't lose the way he did, we wouldn't have had uh, these great moments he's been giving us as the Fiend. So, uh, I don't know. Yet, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, I never really connected to uh, Wyatt family, Wyatt, because uh, WWE never really gave you the chance to. You know what I mean? Now, I hope we get some sort of showing from, like, we get the Wyatt family, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Firefly Funhouse, Bray Wyatt. Right. You think Shrek might make an appearance? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Is Braun Strowman close enough? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was rude and mean. That man could fold me in half like a sandwich. But uh, <laughs> that was that's one of those things you shouldn't laugh at, but it's funny. Yeah, uh, for my prediction for this match, uh, it's going to be weird, but if uh, WWE Creative gives uh, Wyatt enough control, he'll make this really good. And really, this is just a setup so that uh, Fiend can fight Braun at SummerSlam. Used to prolong the reign with Braun and the space in between the Fiend matches. Cool by me. Uh, cool idea, cool concept. I hope it comes out good. The cinematic matches for me has been a hit or miss, but mostly uh, they've been they've been good, especially the Fiend uh, match at Mania. Uh, but yeah, my prediction is Braun. Braun's gonna win, and then Fiend's gonna take it from the SummerSlam. That that's what that's, that's what my head's gonna go through. That's that's my that was my prediction as well as well. But the two best cinematic matches this year were the Boneyard match and the Stadium Stampede. Fantastic matches. The uh, the storyline going into this match can be pretty cool, too. It's like uh, The Fiend has been asking to come out and fight Braun Strowman, basically calling Bray Wyatt weak. Uh, and Bray is like, no, no, I can handle, I can handle. And he's like putting on his uh, Wyatt family get up. And then eventually when Braun beats Wyatt at in this match, the Fiends are going to come out. You know, it's going to be like a last resort thing that Wyatt does. I think it can be pretty cool. The Fiend has been great at subtle storytelling, and I've been a fan of it so far. So, I mean... Uh, this can also uh, build up to the uh, whole um, horror show theme that the show's got going on. Mm-hmm. I think again, it has potential to be good. Again, this is a non-title match. So Wait, it's much, a non-title match? Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, what's the... What's the... Oh, my... Really? Nope, non-title match. Okay. Uh, I don't. I guess that doesn't really change anything. But all right. So this match, this next match, is what 
this whole pay-per-view has been centered around. Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio and an eye for an eye match. How are they going to whip somebody's eye out and stay a CGI? Uh, yeah. Uh, how are they going to whip somebody's eye out and stay TVPG? Uh, I, I hope uh, Seth just walks out with like an ice cream scoop and goes at Rey Mysterio's face. <laughs> sort of, oh, dude, you know what will make this funny? What? Oh, <laughs> that they really want the horror vibe? They should have Seth Rollins, like, film this in, like, a house somewhere. And have Seth Rollins come in in, in either a Mike Myers mask or a Jason mask carrying an ice cream scoop. Jesus. <laughs> you know what? The, uh, the stupidity is that? You know, you know what else? Like, what storyline are we going with here? It's like, uh, after Seth said that He's going to take out Rey Mysterio's eye. He's like, he'll never see his son get married and then list off the stuff that Ray is never going to be able to see again. Does Ray's first eye not work anymore? Is that the storyline we're going with? Like, Seth Rollins permanently ruined Rey Mysterio's one eye. Now he's going to do the other one? I, I don't know. That's a bit extreme first off, but... Seth Rollins, for me, has has been the best worker in the WWE uh, since Mania at the very... No. Since maybe the start of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Every segment he has on Raw has been the best segment of that week for me. Um, I think the second is Sasha Banks and Bayley. They've been doing a real good job. But Seth has been really carrying Raw on his back. And so I'm somewhat excited for this match. I just don't know where they're going with it. I, I really don't know. I, I'm I'm choosing Seth because why would you choose Rey Mysterio? Seth has been on the losing side recently. Uh, if Rey wanted to do him very well, good. Well, here's the thing. Rey Mysterio is not under contract. Last time I checked. Yeah. So why would you have him win if he's not under contract? To get him under contract? Contract? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. With Seth Rollins, he, he's going to go be a dad regardless. So he's going to be off for the, you know, nine months to a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true, too. And then, I I kind of see both sides of this. Because, A, Seth Rollins, rip his eye out. He can come back with an eye patch. Whatever. But, my guess is, if the rumors are true about Rey Mysterio, I would pick Seth Rollins to win this match. See, this is weird, because I honestly don't know where it's going. But I just, I'm just confident that Seth's going to win. So we're on the same page then? Yes. I think there's still a Kevin Owens-Seth Rollins feud to go. Probably into SummerSlam. Because Kevin Owens got injured after Mania. Which, poor KO, man. 
I mean, he was supposed to get a, wor- a world title shot after Mania for beating Seth. But then Seth got it for losing against Kevin Owens. Because Kevin Owens got injured. I think Kevin Owens is doing good now. I mean, he was in a match on Raw last week. so. All right, Austin. Uh, in our wrap-up here, do you have anything to add about this show? Uh... I, I hope my predictions come true. For This show's been so wild to predict for me that I just basically chose what I wanted to happen. So if, if half my predictions are true, I'm going to be pretty happy with it. It's a show I'm looking forward to, like I said, but uh, not a show that I'm heavily looking forward to. You know, oh, by the I, way, by the way, folks, this show starts a little thing that I like to call the prediction wars, where every pay-per-view, whether it be AEW or WWE, Austin and I will go back and forth, make our picks, and whoever wins the most picks for that pay-per-view gets the pay-per-view win. Yep. And we will be keeping records. So, just yep. something new. All right. Well, I, this has this is going to be a very interesting show, to say the least. Yeah, it's basically not only is it just a weird throwout thing that WWE are doing, but it's also the setup show for SummerSlam, which is supposed to be the second biggest show of the year. Which, let's be honest, the second biggest show of the year is Royal Rumble or Act- whatever stuff. Royal or whatever Rumble, the biggest show. WrestleMania might be second. <laughs> or whatever Saudi show they decide to do that year. Ah, uh, no, I mean I kind of mean like spiritually. Nobody cares about Saudi shows. You're right. You're right. Until they uh have Goldberg spear the creative juices out of Fiend. <laughs> that that could be taken in a wrong way. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> I'm Connor. I'm Austin. Peace out. Peace.